Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Indeed, if you were watching late last night, you need to get some more sleep is all I can say. I was on the talk last night discussing all of the big events in the Westminster last night. But back with you this morning. Delighted to have your company. Whether you are listening on talk radio, whether you are watching on talk TV, lots to discuss. And I think we can safely say the biggest story in town, of course, right now is will the prime minister survive? Well, he survived the confidence vote, didn't he? But uh, as the uh, as history tells us, that surviving a confidence vote is very different from surviving in office for much longer. Bearing in mind, 148 of the uh, Prime Minister's MPs voted no confidence in him last night, 41%. 211 MPs voted for him. About half of those will have been MPs on the payroll, in government, working as ministers. Uh, so it does appear that the Prime Minister has only about th- uh, a quarter of the support of his back benches. He fared worse than Theresa May did in her confidence vote uh, in 2018. She was ousted six months later. Worse than John Major did in 1995 and worse than Margaret Thatcher did in 1990. Well, will that mean that he will fall on his sword? Will it mean that he faces another vote? Yeah, that is possible. They can change the rules any time they want uh, within the next year. Will he be uh, giving a keynote speech at Conservative Party conference in the autumn? Will he be uh, leading the Tories into the next general election? Will he survive even the two by-elections on the 23rd of June? Well, we're going to be discussing all of that with lots of top guests, including the Deputy Prime Minister, Dominic Robb, and many more this morning. And I'm delighted to say among those top guests, uh, welcome back to Conservative commentator Andre Walker to the studio. Good morning. Among the top guests? I'm, 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 I'm honoured. Normally I say we've got a lot of top guests and Andre Walker. <laughs> No, it's just because because it's such a big day for the Conservatives. You're actually glad to have me today. I'm very glad to have you, and and, and this is I'm always glad to have you, as yeah. you know. I mean, I, I willingly see him even in my own private life when I, you know, I'm, he's he's not he's not actually required to be here. Um, Andre, um, I I get a lot of grief. I'm always happy to have the grief. Always prefer people to tell me what they think um, on, on social media um, for saying, look, I think you know the Prime Minister needs to fall on his sword and should go, and I, and. Um, uh, I, I would have preferred if that was a clean cut last night and uh, the, a majority of MPs on the Tory benches had said, we'd like you to go, Prime Minister, over the Partygate affair. Um, I think this is a rudderless Prime Minister. I think he's without integrity. Um, I, I, I think what he did over Partygate was unforgivable. It's not about cake, it's about integrity.
strategy for me. And I believe he did lie to Parliament. Now, lots of people right now go, oh, I'm going to turn off. She's going to go on about that. It's going to be just her view. No, it's not, because you you do take a different view for me. You, you've been very, very staunch supporter of, of Boris Johnson over all this. So tell us, tell us um, what you made of the vote last night. Well, look, the the first and most important thing on the whole integrity thing, as far as I'm concerned, the people that are out to get Boris Johnson, their concern is not that the the, the COVID rules were ludicrous and he was a complete hypocrite. It was that he was insufficiently committed to having lockdowns, right? So if you turn around to me and say he shouldn't have put in those rules if he didn't believe in them, I'm with you. Mm. I, I completely understand it. But it's not. It's basically he's been too tough on Brexit and he's been insufficiently committed to lockdown. He, yes, he, he wasn't a true believer and he broke rules. I mean, I'm always fascinated. How many people does anyone think actually died as a result of him breaking uh, those lockdown rules and all those staff in number 10? Don't think we're aware of anyone who even got ill no. as, as a result, which just tells us we didn't need those rules on us. And that's why they knew they were safe. And that's that. My my anger about this is is about integrity, but also sorry, I'm going to mention it again, is the fact that these rules were brought in by people who brought them in for the rest of us, but they knew they weren't necessary for them. That That is the absolute key yes. for me. And this is the big sort of takeaway from this. Um, but, OK, he, he's, there's no doubt at all. I mean, he last night uh, in a clip of actually, why don't we have a little listen to a little clip of what uh, the Prime Minister had to say after that vote was announced uh, and he was he did a, a pool interview. You can barely hear what the interviewer is saying. They often make it very difficult when, when uh, particularly prime ministers or ministers do these sort of interviews uh, where someone is just called in at the last minute. So you can barely hear what the interviewer is saying. But this is Boris Johnson's reaction uh, to that vote last night. So well, I think this is a, a very good result for, for politics and for... Uh, for the country, just in it's just I, I do just in, in this sense. I think it's a, a convincing result, a decisive result, and what it what it means is that as a as a government, we can move on and focus on the stuff that I think really matters to people. So the prime minister is saying it was a very good result for the country. It was convincing vote, a decisive vote. Um, the, the reality is he did worse than Theresa May, John Major and, and Margaret Thatcher in those, those votes. Those, those prime ministers did not re, you know, continue in office for very much longer. Yeah, and of course, the thing that's always difficult with the Conservative Party is that um, th- there's just different rules, <laughs> seemingly, at every single election. I think mm. it was a long time by the time they had two Conservative leaders who were elected by the same mechanism. Yeah. So it's um, it's always a quite confusing situation because the rules change so much. But as far as I'm concerned, it, it isn't a decisive result, unfortunately, no matter what Boris Johnson says. But I have to say to you, lest we forget that there are 14 million people that voted for Boris Johnson, won the highest results ever. Not only that, you know, his opponents fundamentally are Remainers and people who absolutely love lockdowns. Yeah. And this is this is where it comes down to things. If there were an alternative you know, leader in waiting, lots of people had thought someone like Rishi Sunak was a, the, 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 the one and only contender for mm-hmm. quite a long time. It's, it's emerged that he doesn't really have an issue with his wife not paying tax properly in this country. I'm sorry. So that's just insane that he thought that was ever going to fly with us once we found out about it um but um but you know if there was someone who we knew was a staunch brexiteer who uh, 
um, who, who you know, had a vision. And you know, I, I think things would be very different in terms of that vote. What we've got is a, a whole different collection of people from loads. I mean, not just two wings of the Conservative Party. You've got, you know, One Nation. You've got the the uh, the Brexiteers and the and the anti-lockdown people. You know, Steve Bakes and that. You know, on one side of the party, and and you've got others who who frankly they've always hated Boris Johnson. Mm. They didn't want Brexit. They went along with it because they had to. Um, they don't like Boris Johnson as a person. Um, and they would, I mean, frankly, they'd have voted no confidence in him three seconds after he was elected leader, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, so you got that. But you also got a lot of other people. And we saw people like, say, Jesse Norman yesterday, former Treasury Minister, really very, you know, very loyal um, lieutenant to uh, the Prime Minister over many years and just talking about how he just found his reaction to the Partygate staff just to be intolerable and just unacceptable. Um, so you've got a whole disparate group of people. None of them really are going to agree on who they want to replace Boris Johnson and what they do want the direction of the party to be. Do you think that's one of the reasons why he is, you know, many say, you know, walking wounded now, but but actually there isn't there isn't a sort of an obvious solution, which is that, yes, he's absolutely going to be moving on and he's going to stay as leader, no question, to the next election, or that he's definitely going to be gone. Do you think that's why we're in that awful middle ground? Well, I think the really difficult thing about the Conservative Party is, is these Conservative MPs and Conservative Prime Ministers rant on and on and on yeah. about how they want to be like Churchill and Thatcher. And time and time again, they're like Ted Heath. I mean, if yeah. you look at David Cameron, he, fo- he followed Ted Heath's view, effectively. Mm. Uh, you know, Theresa May, you know, that was... That that was no Thatcherite handbagging of the Europeans yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. And so, unfortunately, despite the fact, and, and it may well be that even Conservative MPs believe they like Margaret Thatcher, but time and time again in public policy, it's much more the wet Heathite rubbish. Yeah, and that's what we see. And again, I think a lot of people would agree with me right now. And I think, you know, in in the country at large, because we know how the country has voted over, over the last you know, 12 years, we just we would like if they elected Conservative Prime Minister or Conservative government to get a to get a conservative government and not (laughs) effectively the green party net zero and lunatic people who are locking us up uh for you know 18 months of our lives for um you know not handing out cash yeah we all we're all really glad that people got help with furlough and things like that but the the banding around of cash all the time you what that is one of the reasons why we're in the cost of living crisis right now you know failure to take on the big issues like you know building more homes tackling prompt you know illegal immigration i don't believe it's beyond the wit of man to tackle a bunch of People from, you know, Sudan and, and wherever getting on boats, crossing the channel. And if he is beyond the wit of you, you've got no business being in government. I mean, it's 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 enormously frustrating. I get so sick of it. And I just think that the Conservative Party has a duty to be conservative. We've got so many centre-left political parties in this country. We do not need yeah. a Liberal Democrat Conservative Party. Yeah. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.